Hello. Hello and welcome to the Alternative Twats podcast. We are back. Why is that? Why is it called Alternative Twats podcast, <laughs> Brian? <laughs> because we're alternative. And <laughs> I always forgot about that. <laughs> so yes, this is the podcast bi-weekly podcast, and we're actually sticking to it pretty well, aren't we? Well, uh, <laughs> we say that, but like last the two. So, so, Four weeks ago, the first episode, right? Yeah. We were like, yeah, we're going to do it weekly. And then the second episode, which was two weeks later, we're gonna like, we were like, yeah, we're going to do it bi-weekly. And then today is only just, is only a week after. Yes, but we're going to release it on <laughs> Sunday. So it will be a bi-weekly yeah, it's true. podcast. But it just, I was like, what are we doing here? <laughs> I've seen you too much. <laughs> well, no, you've been away. You've been in I've been Wales. in the land of Brum. Yeah. And, oh, and, and, and Wales. <laughs> I've been all over the place. Yeah. So um, that's a bit of a theme for this week's podcast, actually. So I've got well, Brummel, Wales. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm actually not sure where. Where is what county is Birmingham in? Because these uh, are Warwickshire beers. Warwickshire, then I guess. Because it's near, it, like I know it's near, like Coventry, and Coventry is basically Warwick University. So that's it that's it i think that that's actually for a london podcast not knowing where anywhere else is other than london it's pretty good so Mm. i hope all you northerners out there are feeling pretty alienated and wanting to brexit from this podcast right now so we've got some purity uh brewing company we've got mad goose and we've got ubu interestingly back on the what county is it in Mm -hmm. west midlands county apparently Birmingham was originally part of Warwickshire, but expanded in the late 19th and early in 20th. I'm bored. Um, (laughs) West Midlands County. So I think we're cancelling our yeast segment and talking about what's in what county. (laughs) (laughs) The only podcast to bore you out of your brain and back Mm. into it again. Oh, I'll be in Birmingham on Saturday, actually. Mm. So actually, when this podcast comes out, I will have been in Birmingham yesterday. (laughs) So. Because I'm going to see Kasabian. Oh, that's quite exciting. Yeah, Birmingham First Arena, I think it's called. Or just, it's an arena in Birmingham anyway. And it's not the NEC. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You sound very passionate about not going to the NEC. Well, I don't know. No, because that's the thing. When we were booking tickets, I was like, oh, so is it the NEC? And I was like, kind of looking forward to it. And he was like, (laughs) no. (laughs) So, I was okay, cool. Um, But yeah, no, Kasabian. Um, So, Kasabian were great last night. I really enjoyed watching their show. <laughs> what happened to Kasabian, Brian? Oh, it was mental. There was. Did y- you get up on stage? I yeah, I played the guitar during that um, easy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm quite I, excited though. I, I I quite like recording a podcast and knowing that it's going to go out in the future though, because it's like we could like. With the way that the political situation is going, we could be obliterated in a nuclear holocaust. <laughs> this this might never go out. Or it might go out and then get heard by, like, the rat people who come to inhabit the earth. Wouldn't that be exciting? Hello, how, rat people. How sad for the rat people, though, knowing that they only have three episodes of this to listen to. <laughs> We're worshipped as gods amongst the gods rat people. Gods among rat people. Oh... Why are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> if not for the rat people, <laughs> then for ourselves. So, right, so tell us more about the beers, Ben. I'll tell you more about the beers. So it's a, this, the first one we're going for is the Pure Ubu. 
God love him, that dog is mad, but an inspiration to all who enjoy doing what they do and want to be loved for doing for being what they are. Mm. Which I think is quite a nice sentiment. It is. Uh, so yeah, it's it's got some yeast in it. <laughs> so back on the yeast. Yeast. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and yeah, it's 4.5, so let's crack open this bad boy. And oh, are you ready? Uh, are you ready? That should be fine, yeah. Oh. It wasn't as loud. It wasn't. I mean, I think it probably was heard. Should we... Are we, um... Yeah, we're half and half in it. We're half and half in it. When don't we? We like to share everything. Yep. Our Beer, beds. Bed, saliva. <laughs> <laughs> Our hearts. Oh, listen to that. I mean, you got some significant head on that now, I do. But it made a good sound. See, look how perfectly I poured mine. And then when it came to yours, I was like, yeah, fuck you. We share a mutual hatred. For each I reckon other. that will even out. It will, yeah. If it hasn't kind of already. But yeah, there's still a little bit in there. Okay, so I'm going to take take it on the nose. How is it on the nose? That smells fruity. It does smell very fruity. Quite malty. Not a lot like a dog, which it's, is a, I I find pleasing in a beer. It says pre. I was gonna say it smells like wet dog. No, um, it's yeah. It says premium amber ale, and I would say that it smells like an amber ale. Is it? <laughs> Let's find out if it's premium. I'm gonna go in for the first sip. That is pretty premium. That is <laughs> premium premium. Can I just take a moment to? She needs premium, dude. <laughs> premium. <laughs> So, if there's one thing that I would like everyone to know about me, it's I have a Simpsons quote for pretty much anything. You really do. <laughs> what was it the other day? Can you remember why? No, but I can find it. Because I sent you a gift, didn't I? You did send me a gift. That's something else I love, is gifts. Yeah, I, I think we've talked about this before, about how you're really good at gifts, and I just can't do gifts. Oh, we were saying... So, what were we talking about there? We we were having a bit of a bromance moment, which we happens quite often, yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. And then I sent uh, a, a gif of uh, the Simpsons movie when... Uh, so, so can we, <laughs> should we just read this out for a second? Yeah, sure. Well, okay, let's not start... No, let's start from... Uh, no, no, let's start from... No, let's just go f- this, this it, this is it from, yeah. from, from me. So, you, so... so I said, a man after my own heart... <laughs> and then I said, well, while we're at it, hold my fucking face. I want to be cradled while I'm kissed. <laughs> and then I sent a gif of Homer saying to Spider-Pig, maybe we should kiss just to break the tension. And we did. We we did. It, it was, was a loving embrace. It was. This is a... Uh, we should probably edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really hope we leave it in, especially that bit where you say... We should edit that out. <laughs> yes, we always do. I thought you were going to make a joke like, oh, I really hope we leave it in, especially that part where you asked me to make out with you. <laughs> uh, right. How was your week at work? My week at work was... Well, your two weeks. My... Well, it's only been a week, really, actually, hasn't it? So... <laughs> I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> what happened on Friday? On Friday, the, the 8th of December. <laughs> I signed... All of the money, and everyone said that I was the best person in the world. That sounds accurate. Uh, no, my my week was good. It's um, it's been inv- it involved a lot of because Christmas is coming round. 
Yeah. Uh, and that dates the podcast somewhat if you're listening in six, Gosh, six months does. in the future. Yeah. But um, yeah, Christmas is coming around, so we all went out for work drinks. And I wanted to talk about if you're a young person mm. living in London, it's actually quite a stressful thing to go for work drinks because you might end up not being able to pay for food. Because <laughs> that's just the reality of the price of beer in London. It's unbelievable. £5 for a pint is cheap. Mm. Yeah. However, I coming back to it after Iceland, throwback to two weeks podcast ago, but everything seems cheap now. I'm like, this this doesn't cost me £10 for a pint? <laughs> <laughs> Especially so, if you go to a Spoons. That's beautiful. Mm. Especially with the ales. They're like £2 something. Yeah, top tip. If you like a beer, go to Spoons and get the bottles because it's often quite horrible if you get it draft. Interesting. But get, get the bottles. I can recommend the bottles. Yeah. So, if you want to survive work drinks... Let your boss pay for things, especially if they're offering, <laughs> because they know how much you earn, you know how much you earn, and you know how much of a significant proportion of your income go that £5 beer would be. So I just, want to, I just want to say, don't be ashamed that other people have more money than you, <laughs> and let them pay for your drinks. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that fully. If anyone ever offers to buy you a drink... <laughs> <laughs> take it <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that that might be a bad idea in some certain situation <laughs> maybe like what uh, I think maybe if you've already had ten beers and someone says I'll buy you a double Sambuca <laughs> well don't be a fucking pussy I, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I can't think of a bad time that someone would offer to buy me a drink I think the only time I would ever what turn if down... you were in danger of overhydrating, <laughs> And you're, you're going to dilute your blood to the point where you drown in your own blood? Um, I will never know when, <laughs> when I'm about to hit that point. So, <laughs> so I, I, that's never going to happen. Um, the only times I think I would ever turn down a drink is if I was on like a first date with a girl and she was like, I'll buy you a drink. I think, really? I think maybe my masculinity would get the better of me. See, I think that would probably be a test. I think... Oh, interesting, yeah. I think that would be her, like, oh, can he, can he be bought a drink by a woman? But then what if it's the same but the other way around? Because I, I feel like I know people that would do that. They'd be like, they'd say it to be polite, but they would not want you to say yes. Then you don't have the same ideas about gender equality as I do, <laughs> and we're probably not a very good match. No, I mean, like yes to what you're saying, but I feel like when it comes down to it happening, I've spoken to people who have been very unimpressed by the fact that they bought a guy a drink. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I I can understand that, but also. I I think that if that's the thing that we're going to disagree about, we're probably going to disagree about a lot more than just that. I don't know, because I don't disagree with you at all. Mm. Like, I think that that... Sorry, I'm just going to plug the old messaging. Write in and tell us what your thoughts on guy girls buying guys drinks. Yeah, because, I mean, I would... Uh, yeah. See, I'm saying that. I, I say that, like, I would maybe not let her buy me a drink. But if... But I have let women buy me drinks before. <laughs> so it's... And vice versa. I don't think I've ever bought a girl a drink in that sort of, oh, can I buy you a drink sort of a way? Because I yeah. feel like that is so much like 
let me. My, my personality is so bad that I have to pay you to hang out with me. <laughs> yeah. And I like to think that I'm a little bit less of a boring person than that. Yeah, but then sometimes it's just like a a nice gesture thing. Like if you're already at the bar, she's gonna be getting a drink, so you could just do a nice thing and buy a drink for her. But then I, I think that, and we come back to this phrase, the implication. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to it's always sunny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, it, it's that thing of like, you're you're essentially buying another person's time, which I think it just... Yeah. It's it's a very very it's the first step on the road to prostitution, but I don't want to I don't want to get there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe I wouldn't quite use the word prostitution, <laughs> but yeah, I get what you mean. Um, I think. Uh, hmm. I don't know. I yeah, I agree with you. I I think I. I also have. I think it depends on. I think I'm more aware of the very differing situations all the yeah, time. Yeah, I suppose I'm being a bit too blanket about it. Yeah, like you're very optimistic about like the idea of it, but there are still. Whereas I guess I'm trying to think of it in like a. I'm I I'd like to be that optimistic about it, if you know what I mean. But mm. uh, but I think maybe it's more realistic to think that it goes the other way as well. Still. Yeah. Because it definitely does for some people. Like, even, like, you know. Ah, right. <laughs> this, I, I'm interested. See, this is, the, this is the kind of conversation that is the reason we wanted to start a podcast. Yeah. But at the same time, sometimes I'm like, <laughs> I, can I? I don't know if I want to put this on a public forum. Like, I am regretting the prostitute comment. Ah, that's, that's nothing. I don't, I don't think that's actually, like, that, yeah. <laughs> you're just talking about buying time and you're using that as an example. It's not like a... Yeah, okay. But, yeah, it's very... I think it's very difficult sometimes when we're talking about stuff for us watching what we say. Yeah. Because we do a lot. Um, because... Well, <laughs> Which might not be believable. <laughs> <laughs> considering the stuff we have put out. But no, we do... We try and censor ourselves and make sure that we don't stop... Yeah, well, not it's not, yeah, it's not about censoring ourselves. It's just about perhaps being mindful. I like that phrase. Yeah, of of things, because um, I feel like I am every in like normal daily life anyway. Um, so I guess that translates through, but it's 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 amplified. Mm. By the fact that this is going to go on, out online and anyone can listen to it. And if you put something on the internet, it's there forever. This is true. So, internet safety lesson there, kids. Mm. <laughs> Just remember that in eight years' time, that tweet where you called someone a fag is going to come back and haunt you when you're a famous celebrity. Yeah, that's why I just don't tweet. A lot, of the, a lot of the time I'm like, hey, this would be really funny, but what if... I would like make a tweet up about broccoli or something. It's like, what if, like, broccoli... What if it becomes a gender? <laughs> And then, then it's like, oh, look at Ben, he's always hating on broccoli. He made some joke about it being a tiny tree. <laughs> and and now, now I'm like the subject of hate or something. Like, my ego's so fragile, I couldn't deal with that. Just, I just want to say, I love broccoli. 
Oh yeah, fuck broccoli. I had broccoli <laughs> tonight. I have you know. See, so, so you're actually insulting something that's inside me now. <laughs> fuck you and your insides. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's interesting, like the way that that's happening with Twitter right now. Like everyone's old tweets are coming back to haunt them big yeah. time right now. People because people are going looking for them. That's the thing. Mm. Like Stormzy's just had a big sort of fallout with some old tweets where he used like homophobic language and stuff because he was like 16 years old and mm. didn't know better because that's the kind of society that it that we lived in yeah. eight years ago. Or I mean, like, like doesn't make it okay, and he acknowledges that he acknowledged that, but it's just a fact of. That's the kind of uh, societal um, environment Norms, that yeah. he like grew up in, and it it doesn't make it okay. But it, it, he's clearly not that person anymore, so mm. you can't. And I think that there needs to be, especially um, with the internet that lasts forever, there needs to be an ability for kids to be stupid. Yeah. And like you think about all of the things that you've done as a child. Mm. And, like, even just, like, let's see if I can jump off this wall. Oh, no, I fell off <laughs> and broke my arm. Like, that's a stupid thing to do. But if a video exists of that, that's going to be on the internet forever. Yeah. And that's what... There's no way of getting rid of that. So even relatively innocuous stuff like yeah. that, you ca- you can't get rid of it. Yeah. Like, that's it's it's that's a fear. Mm. It is. It's a real... And, and I do every so often. I go back through all of my tweets and check... I have so many. You have I, so many. I did a I did a thing. You, there's some website that you can choose up to like a date, and it will delete all of your tweets from before that date. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I did that because <laughs> I was like, "Sod that!" Because didn't they? I didn't say anything bad or stupid or offensive. I don't think. I but I probably said some kind of cringy stuff mm. when I was like a little, lol lol xd yeah do you know what I mean I'm, I'm like, a di- dinosaur raw yeah and I don't want that to come back like <laughs> that's what I don't I, want to come back and bite I me really on the wish ass, to be honest. if you have a screenshot of Brian saying I'm a do- mm-mm, dinosaur mm-mm, mm-mm. raw xd just I won't share it just, just dm the tippy on twitter dm the tippy on twitter <laughs> to be fair I can be thankful in the fact that I don't think I ever tweeted that I don't think. <laughs> um, God. I think my first tweet was um, a tweet telling Barack Obama how good he was. <laughs> which is quite cringy in itself, really. The fact that Obama had just been elected president and I felt the need to tell him that he was pretty good. <laughs> nice going, Obama. He's sitting there on his phone like, I'm the leader of the free world. <laughs> Hey, what's but, what's the tippy uh, saying? I wonder what the tippy thinks of me. <laughs> That's what I did all this for. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, like, there's no point in trying to find old tweets by me because I deleted my old Twitter and got a new one a few years ago, so it's not, like, an issue. Like, that was that was past my raw XD phase, I mm. think, so I don't think I've got anything to worry about, but... Well, it's, it's interesting because the, um, the EU, they have the right to be forgotten. So you have the right to say to Google, I want you to expunge me from like search terms and things like that. That's really cool. Um, which, which is cool. And I think that that will probably be a bit of a basic right as we get into... I think yeah, it should be a basic right, yeah. So then you'll, you'll be like, 
saying, oh, North Korea, things are so bad over there. They don't have any food. They don't have any access to clean water. And they don't have the right to be forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh, should we make this funny again? <laughs> I mean, I'm like, yeah, I'm loving the interesting conversation, to be fair. This is why we, this, I say that. I'm like, yeah, I'm loving this interesting conversation we're having. Like, I'm so sure of it. <laughs> I've heard people skipping ahead, like, a couple minutes of time when they stop fucking talking about this. <laughs> Please mention GDPR. <laughs> What's GDPR? Uh, that's the uh, regulations that the EU are bringing in to make sure that companies like Facebook can't store your information without your knowledge. Oh, which uh, is coming in in May. Nice. But it's quite cool. I was thinking um, I'm just going to have a rummage down here. Rummage, rummage, rummage. Uh, and, <laughs> and have a look in the mailbag. Because we've got a cheeky little message sent in. By Andrew and Victoria. Andrew and Victoria. Now, they, this is interesting, actually. Yeah. Because we this podcast is quite London-centric. Mm-hmm. And they are from London, Ontario. London, Ontario. In Canada. So, also London. So, <laughs> so yeah. There's it, a reason they listen. <laughs> any Anywhere in London. Any any London. In fact, people will probably be listening to this on Mars London. Mars London, London, London Mars. Mars. Yeah. Mm. It's um, <laughs> Bruno Mars's daughter. <laughs> oh, so anyway. Oh, hate us. <laughs> and, Andrew and Victoria from Canada. Um, they sent a letter in and here it goes. Dear Alternative Twats. Hey guys, long time listener, first time writer. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I first opened this message, I, I saw the word long and I was like, please tell me. Because you know you, when you see the preview before, you can't see the whole message. Yeah. And I was like, please tell me he wrote long time listener, first time writer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love the show and I've got a recommendation for you. I've determined that my favourite word to be said in a British accent is better. 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 <laughs> better. British people say it. Just say it wrong, but in the most adorable way. <laughs> I think you'll find that we invented this language, Andrew. <laughs> you goddamn maple syrup drinker. <laughs> <laughs> you bloody snow do you, whisperer. Do, would you like to know a fun fact about Ben? What's a fun fact about me? <laughs> ben studied in Canada. I studied in Canada. <laughs> and, and actually, <laughs> it was so cold. That my hair froze. It did. That's that's a a shout out. It's a, it's a throwback and a shout out. Sorry, can continue. With yeah. The so so with the story, um, Ben especially nails this pun- punctuation. So thank you, Angie. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Brian. <laughs> so if you want to use that word more in conversation, that word was better. Better. Uh, that would be swell and improve my listening experience immeasurably. Also, <laughs> Brian, you got to learn what irony means. Oh, this... Oh. With the movie Patterson, where Adam Driver's character is a poet, it is not ironic that the mo- movie is poetic. That just makes sense. It would be ironic if the movie was absolutely not poetic. For something ironic, it needs to be contrary, not similar. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Right. Winky face. With that... Hang on, I'm just going to finish. Keep up the good work uh, with the show, with love... Andrew and Victoria, and also Canada. P.S. You really ought to change the name of the podcast to Alternative Twats with a four in it to better unify the name with your social media names. That's Alternative Twats. 
I, oh. I, lo- I sort of want to always spell it out, but I know that that would just be so annoying. I think if we do it enough, it can become a running joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, Strap in, lads. Yeah, I was as, as you read that message, I was kind of doing a looking into the camera kind of thing, <laughs> right? I said it as a very passing comment <laughs> that, that didn't have a lot of thought or meaning behind it. So... Actually, we've still got some beer left. We do have some beer left. I was wondering why you were looking around on the floor. Yeah, I was like, Brian, you're just nursing that one from your own teat. There we go, that's about even, right? There we go. Cheers. Ah, shit, I spilled it on myself. (laughs) (laughs) How many of these have we had? That's it, Brian. He doesn't know what irony means, (laughs) and he can't drink. (laughs) Big dumb Brian. (laughs) Um, I also have a message. Sorry, I just want to give a shout out to Dan Tip Lady for um, recommending these beers yeah. and uh, recommending that we do a, beer, a Birmingham beer section on the podcast. Mm, shout out to Dan Tip Lady. Dan Tip Lady. Dan so, Tip Lady Bishop, actually. What's oh, his name wrong? Interesting. Um, yeah, I got a message from Liam. Liam Thompson. Liam Thompson. Our, coming at you. Our good friend who was first introduced to me as Northern Brian, I think. Mm, I can see that. He's, a, I, he's yeah. a big man. Yeah, that's it. We're both, and we, we kind of look a bit similar as well. You do, yeah. We've both got that sort of like One Direction-y vibe going on. Uh, I'll take that. Maybe. I think you're both pretty. Oh, thanks. That'll do. That'll do. Um, He had a lot to say. I'm not going to... I can't read it out. But no, you can paraphrase it. Yeah, so... Or you can do it really fast in a rap. He also loved. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. He also loved the Iceland Snapchats. He said it looked like north of the wall, and he said, "Fun, fun, fun fact about Vikings: they didn't wear horned helmets." Interesting. Um, I wonder if anyone did wear horned helmets. He also said, and this is my favourite part, maybe. He says, "Definitely nominate Ben to be a soy boy candidate." <laughs> <laughs> um, he also liked the monomath, I think. You think? Well, he just said that they were very popular with the Rock Society at his university. <laughs> so it, it's like he my... didn't say I like them, but I'm kind of like, it's, maybe. He loves The Secret Life of Water Me. He loved the second series of Stranger Things. Um, he said way more character development for Steve and Jim Hopper and Steve. That is true. Mama Steve. <sighs> I love Steve. Um, Did you see on the Wikipedia page for Steve? It says how many kids he has. <laughs> how many kids for? <laughs> yeah, that cracked me up. Um, he said Hot Tub Time Machine is one of his favourite American comedy films. So, haven't seen it. I've got it on DVD and I've still not watched it. I bought the first one on DVD because I wanted to watch the second one because it had Adam Scott in it and I love Adam Scott, but I still haven't watched it. Um and he so said, sorry, sorry about that, Liam. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, I will watch it at some point. He said he's a proud non-watcher of most Transformer films. Oh my, you are so lucky, Liam. You need to pay me money <laughs> because I've fallen on my sword so many times. I'm basically a piñata by this point. <laughs> um, he said, fun fact about films. With the new Infinity War trailer coming out and the release date, you can watch one Marvel film a week from now and have seen them all by the release date. That's insane. There's that many Marvel films that you could watch one a week until May and you've watched them all. I'm in the similar way that I'm not a big fan for quite for the Transformer films. I'm not a big fan of superhero films. Possibly full stop. See, right. So I used to be huge into them and then I went 
through this bit of like, I'm bored of him now. This has been going on too long. And now I'm kind of like, just kind of accepting the fact that I do like them. Because I'd be like, yeah, I'm bored of them. This is this is just, you know, it's oversaturated. I don't care about new heroes, etc, etc. And now I'm just like, there's that new Marvel film coming out? Yes, yeah, let's go see it. <laughs> like, and then I go watch it and I enjoy it. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know. It's they, just, they don't, they don't set up any of the rules. So it's like... That works in if, their favour sometimes. If you think about the Wolverine film, now I'm not going to spoil it, but I'm going to spoil every single Marvel film there ever was. Because <laughs> what happens is there is a superhero with a power, and the superhero uses their power, and it works a little bit, and then they come into contact with a villain, and the villain does some evil things, and then they get away a bit, and then they chase after the villain, and then they face down the villain, and then it looks like the superhero is about to lose, and then what they do is they go... <laughs> and put a little bit more effort in and then suddenly whatever obstacle is in their way they just sort of grit their teeth and get through it and there's no there's no rules to it there's no logic it's just I feel like you've just stolen my money Some, I mean the new Thor film was really funny like really genuinely like laugh out loud funny as is the as are the Guardians of the Galaxy films. Like that, the new Thor film was genuinely great. I really enjoyed it because the thing with the Thor franchise is it was just kind of dead. Like it was yeah. boring to watch. The first two films just weren't because it kind of took itself quite seriously, but they it really shouldn't have. And uh, yeah, no superhero fan, no superhero film should. Well, that's the problem that the DC films have. I think mm. you know that's why no one likes them. <laughs> Apart from Wonder Woman, which was actually quite a good film. Um, uh, what else has he said? He said he never knows how to talk to strangers on public transport, and he always wonders if they really want the conversation after they say something to you. Now, I can't remember us talking about that last week, or whether no. he's just just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's a commuter woe. That, that he's it definitely about. is, yeah. Um, so have you entered into a conversation with someone on public transport? Several times, yeah. Was it a positive interaction? Um, yeah, most Broadly. of the time. Yeah, I, I'm quite, I'm quite a sociable person. Mm. I think so. Like, if I, mean, I talk you have to... a podcast where we literally just talk. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I did a radio show for three years. Mm. So yeah. you haven't mentioned that before. I, I guess I haven't on the podcast at least. Mm. Yeah. No. Yeah, I used to run a radio show while I was at university. Um, all about pop punk music, which I don't really have that much of a vested interest anymore <laughs> like I still really like the bands I used to really like but I just I, I just got bored of it as a music genre really it just it's stale uh, anyway <laughs> but yeah I there's a, there's been a few times like there was one time sometimes people can be really nice on public transport mm. like especially on the tube and sometimes people can be really, really fucking horrible on the tube. They definitely but can. I really enjoy when people are being really fucking horrible on the tube. <laughs> like, and I really enjoy it when people are nice. When I see someone being nice on the tube, I'm like, that's so nice. Because no mm. one ever is. And I'm like, oh man, that's so great. And then when I see someone being a dick, I'm like... <laughs> 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 like, okay, so two polar opposite examples. Mm. So, one time, there was a... This is this is gonna make me sound like really like I'm like yeah I'm a hero but this is not where I'm going with this. So I got on the tube and this mother got on right and her kid was behind her and as she got on 
the doors started to close. Oh my God. Yeah. So I like rammed my arm through the doors and was like pulling the doors apart. And uh, like, <laughs> like some like, sort of Hulk. I gritted my teeth and went. <laughs> <laughs> um, so initially you couldn't do it. And, and then you just put in a little bit of effort. Yeah. But anyway, and so we got the doors open, kick on. That's fine. And then I looked down at my arms because it was in the summertime. So I was only wearing a t-shirt and my arms were just covered in black shit from the doors. <laughs> And I was like, ah, shit, like all my hands and arms. And then this little old lady just sort of popped her head out from behind me and went, would you like a tissue? And gave Aww. me a tissue. And I was just like so grateful just to wipe, just to, you know, to wipe the shit off my hands and arms. It was only one tissue. <laughs> but it, it, <laughs> it was so, a token gesture. But it was, that was it. And it did most of the job. So, you know, there's, so there's that, the, the old lady being, you know, just handing me a tissue. I hope you got a number. I did, you know me, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then you know uh, I came back from. I remember coming back from university for the first time. This is you know years ago now, and uh, getting on the tube for the first time after being away, and it was <laughs> and everyone's really friendly up north. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and I got on the tube, and then there's these two guys stood near me, and one of these guys just goes, "Fucking pushing me." Uh, and this guy's like, what? He was like, you're fucking pushing me. Stop pushing me. And he was like, I'm not. I'm just, it's a busy train, man. Like, just, you know, just leave me alone. And he was like, stop fucking pushing me. And I was just standing there like, I miss London. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, I think it often, is, and it was like that story I said on the first po- podcast about that woman on the bus. Mm. When she said to that little year seven kid, she was like, I'm getting on this bus first. Because <laughs> obviously longer. <laughs> It's <laughs> such a surreal thing, but it always just makes me laugh when people are horrible on the tube. <laughs> there is a, there's a real, um, just sort of, I don't know. If you're gonna get on the train, you're gonna get on the train. There's no, there's no point being a dick about it, especially yeah. like when you're in a very confined space like the tube. Yeah. Why would you want to piss someone <laughs> off in that Literally. situation? Like um, you know, for at least the next two to three minutes, you're not going to get the opportunity to leave. Yeah, that's the thing. But as well, like I kind of love that people just like like I was on the tube yesterday, and no, day before, and some people were being really slow. Mm. And I was with uh, my partner, and we <laughs> we were walking, and I was getting really angry. And she was like, "What's wrong?" And I was we were walking, and I was like, "I just." just fucking people being too slow and then she was like calm down and I was like no it's fine I thrive on being this angry at slow people (laughs) (laughs) um yeah but like another because another thing about it is just it never really it's always just it's like fuck you no fuck you and then it's like oh it's done yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it, ne- it never really means anything it's a very shallow kind of anger yeah like just... you wouldn't get into an actual fight you'd just be like I don't like you. Yeah, <laughs> so fuck off. It's the, the equivalent of calling someone a poo face in the playground. <laughs> like, no one actually means it and no one's feelings get hurt, but there's a there's a sense of catharsis in there. Yeah, like, it's the same with cues for a nightclub, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to expand on that. But... Well, no, I had a similar experience in a queue for a nightclub. This guy was saying the same thing. He was like, stop fucking pushing me. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> I was just standing there because it was really mad, busy queue. And, he, and then, he, but he was being really weird. He was being like kind of laughy about it, and I was like, "I'm, uh, you're right." <laughs> but he just seemed a bit like crazy. See, I think that your experience of that would, as a six foot seven, 
Six for eight. Six for eight, absolute beast. Um, would be different to my five foot seven twig of an experience. <laughs> if someone said to me, stop pushing me, I'd be like, Sorry. <laughs> no, but you wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. That's, <laughs> that's the that's thing. That's not me. Usually, I'd be like, oh, sorry, mate. Like, no worries. But you're, you're like, yeah, I'll fucking push you. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite fun, though. Especially in nightclubs, because you know that, like, as long as you don't do anything wrong... Then you, yeah. Th- then you're pretty fine. Like, um, we quite often go out with our female friends, mm. and they, like, I never knew that th- this was the experience of women of clubs, but, like, that you do get quite a lot of unwanted attention. Mm. So, me, being me, and not having the brute strength to de- <laughs> defend my friends from unwanted male attention, what I do is I try and give, give that unwanted male attention back to them by sort of... Forcing myself at them. <laughs> that was a, there's a yeah, there's a very funny story about that actually, from uh, about a month or two ago. Yeah, we were out and there was a guy, and he was being he was being a bit creepy, wasn't he? And he then was, you, yeah. you sort of like started dancing up against him. Yeah, and he like shoved you halfway across the. He did. Dance yeah, floor. I went flying. I think he got kicked out straight away. He, after that, but... he got so then he saw that the bouncer saw him. Yeah, push me across the room, and then ran into the toilets, and then I was. I felt like punching the air because I saw him get <laughs> dragged out by his collar by the bouncer <laughs> and led through the dance floor and out. I got such a justice. See you later. Yeah. That um, was so, good, so that's why you shouldn't... Um, you should just be a bit chill about life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and if, if some guy is trying to defend his female friend, maybe you should just let him. And yeah, maybe if you're being that fucking creepy to a woman, then maybe just take the hint that you're being a fucking creep and back yeah. up. Um, ben, have we got more beer? We have got more beer. I'm, so I'm coming thirsty. at you live on these airwaves is Mad Goose, another purity... Uh, no, so this is the Purity <laughs> Brewing Company. Uh, watch out for the goose. Her hiss is far worse than her bite, though she might drive you clucking mad. Underneath, she's not all that bad. Mm, the rhymes. Oh. oh, I missed it. Oh, we got like double the double the fizz noise. Double there. the fizz noise. So the goose is looking quite feathery, you know, on the head. It's, <laughs> it's quite quite light in terms of head. Oh, oh, that's uh, quite pale. It is very pale. Funny, because it's a premium pale ale. Premium, I wonder how. <laughs> premium. I want to get that as like a sound bite to like edit in later. <laughs> so you just got like a button that you can press. It goes premium, premium, <laughs> premium, premium. Yeah. Also, right. So while we're sort of just sorting the beers, the playlist. Yes. Because we've been really shit. At, um, and there's still a little bit in that. Um, we've been really shit at keeping up with doing the playlist. And uh, hold your ears. Mm. It's a lot more hoppy. It's a that is a pale ale, which sounds obvious. <laughs> but um, yeah, so the the uh, playlist. Yeah, so we've decided instead of doing a weekly one because we're not putting it out, <laughs> and like the thing, the problem with doing a weekly one is we never make enough suggestions. I don't think. No, it's like listen to these three songs, and I know that your commute is two hours long. That's why we always. That's why we haven't put them out yet because we go to put them 
out. We go, we're going to make it, and then we're like, this isn't that many songs. We need to think of more, and then we don't. So we're going to make one big one, and then we're going to like curate it. Yeah. So when it gets to a good amount of songs, then we'll start taking some out and putting new ones in and stuff like that. So hopefully that'll be with you uh, soon. We'll we'll do that this week before this before even we goes put out. This out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it will already be up by yeah. the time you're listening to this. Speaking of playlists and music, what have you been listening to on your commute? Uh, I'll tell you. Well, do you want to talk about what you've been listening to on your commute? Because I need to get it up on my phone. Okay. I've been listening to a whole bunch of stuff. So, um, I am a huge fan of John Mayer. Now, I know you know this. I do know this. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm a little bit obsessed with John Mayer. Like, John Mayer, I actually, I love him. <laughs> like, more than maybe any other musical artist. He's like, because I like Blink Light Two, my favorite band, along with the One Ds. It's very, it's a, that's a very tough decision mm, all the time. Choosing one of your kids, yeah, isn't it? yeah, exactly. But John Mayer is like something different. I don't know. I, yeah, I just really, so really just, love John Mayer. Just for record, didn't we listen to John Mayer's album on vinyl last time? I was yes, around? we did actually. Yeah, I've got yeah his Born and Raised. Well, I've got Born and Raised and Room for Squares on vinyl. Is the start. Of a of a collection, I will have them all. <laughs> um, it's like Pokemon. Yeah, gotta gotta catch them all. Um, yeah, I've been so I've been listening to a lot of John Mayer, specifically his "Where the Light Is" uh, live in Los Angeles album. It was the first album I ever heard by John Mayer, and it is the finest live album you'll ever hear of any musician ever. It's his live album sounds better than his regular recorded albums. It's just phenomenal. It's absolutely fantastic. It starts off like it has it's in sections, so it starts off acoustic. Uh, where, where he does this incredible cover of "Free Fallen" by Tom Petty, which is one of his, which one of John Mayer's more fa- most famous songs, mm. because it was such a good cover that everyone listened to it. Um, and then he goes into this uh, John Mayer trio section, where it's him, uh, Steve Jordan, and Pino Palladino, and there it's just this incredible blues, this whole section of just good blues music, and it, it it's just fantastic. Um, you know, every day I have the blues. Wait until tomorrow. Good love is on the way. Bold as love. It just it's fantastic. And then it goes into like a full band section for the rest of his songs. Brilliant album. Just give it a listen. Um, there's videos with it on YouTube. I don't know if there's a DVD. I hope so because I want it. <laughs> um, because I've watched the videos of it and it's just great. So yeah, John Mayer. That's been listened to a lot today and yesterday. Kasabian. I've been listening to an awful lot of because I'm going to see them. You will have seen them. I will have seen them yesterday, as when this goes live. Um, so Bumblebee, Stevie, Easy. Um, Love Easy. It's such a good song. Uh, those are all from the 4813 album, which mm. you know is a great album. And uh, for crying out loud, the newest album. Just all of Kasabian's album, because also uh, West West Rider, Lunatic. Oh, Pauper Lunatic Pauper Lunatic yeah. Asylum yeah that is a fantastic album as well that's got some of the biggest songs on it actually um, just yeah just Kasabian in general um, some specific songs yeah the ones I've already said plus like Il Ray the King uh, Comeback Kid Bless This Bless This Acid House is an absolute banger like I I've always wanted to hear it like in a club to just really like go off to it. It is a C H O N. It is yes. a tune. Absolute tune. Uh, I, mean, I was listening to Oasis's Definitely Maybe album this morning as well. Mm-hmm. That is a fantastic album. Like rock it's and roll star, live forever. 
uh, supersonic cigarettes and alcohol slide away. Cigarettes and alcohol, I find myself singing just at random times. Cigarettes <laughs> and alcohol. It's just such a good song. Especially, I find it's like in inappropriate situations where there's children. <laughs> It's just like, this is what your life will become. <laughs> Cigarettes and alcohol. <laughs> so I, I've been listening to... Hang on, I'm not done. Oh, you're not done? I've got one more. One more. And that's Lower Than Atlantis. Who are a band from Watford. Um, and they've just announced a UK tour. Um, and they're doing a huge like homecoming show, Watford Coliseum. And I, I got tickets. And it, I'm so excited. Like They're such a good band as well. But their album, Safe In Sound, is fantastic. It's just a really fantastic British rock album. And uh, some highlights are Had Enough, Long Time Coming, Work For It, and I Don't Want To Be Here Anymore. I Don't Want To Be Here Anymore is an emotional song. Like, the chorus lyrics are... Um, uh, let me just... Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to play that. That's probably going to sound awful. Um... <laughs> chorus lyrics are and if you need to know that I'm fine maybe I'll lie to save some time but I wish I was never born and I don't want to be here anymore and oh my god but it's so it's, it's so good just listen to the song if you don't want to listen to the whole album just go and listen to I don't want to be here anymore by Lower Than Atlantis that is a hell of a recommendation fantastic and very emotional so, so go on so, I, so. my my um, section of this podcast is going to be a lot shorter as it, <laughs> as it quite often is <laughs> So I've been listening to All the Emotions by Black Kids, which is a song about wanting to be in love but not actually being. Yeah. Which, oh, um, I like that. That's I, what I, do. I found quite, like, like, because a lot of the Black Kids, star, Black Kids songs are, do have, like, a really good story to them. Mm-hmm. So their, one, their other one is I'm Not Going to Teach Your Boyfriend How to Dance With You, which is about a lesbian. I know that song. Uh, who's in love with this girl, mm-hmm. and she asks her boyfriend... She asked her to teach her boyfriend how to dance, um, and you can uh, you can even imagine that like heartbreak, that tension. Yeah. It's like, no, I really, really don't want to do this. And at the end of it, spoilers for the three minute song, <laughs> she does end up getting with the girl. One, I'm dance, I'm kissing on you. Two, uh, I've forgotten the lyrics, but anyway, she she ends up making out with her, and it's all good. See, listing numbers like that in a song really reminds me of a great song. That I've already recommended on this podcast before, um, that features uh, a list like that in its chorus. Um, it's it's listing rules. Um, it's oh no! One, don't pick up the phone. You know he's only calling because he's drunk and alone. Two, you, you know you get you get the you get the you, drift. You, I I've got so much gist right here. <laughs> I've got too much gist. <laughs> I don't want to you've, know about you've you. You've given how much me gist the gist, and you just won't stop giving it to me. I've got so much gist. I'm having to buy storage space to store all of the gist because I got the gist. The oh. other. <laughs> uh, I've been listening to a lot of the new pornographers, and it's uh, it's got a lot of female-driven. Lyrics and vocals, which I really like in a band. I don't know why. Hmm. It's just pleasing to the ears. I like it. Um, moving on from music, if you're okay to yeah. move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in a similar vein. Um, so I have been really just throwing myself into a lot of poetry right now, recently. Right. Because, I mean, I've, I've been very interested 
in poetry for a very long time, and I do write a fair amount that I don't. I often just don't ever want to share it with anyone, but I write. I write it for myself, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's catharsis. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah, and I was I was in uh, Hatchard on uh, just by Piccadilly Circus on Saturday, and I was in the poetry section. And I was having a look through, and uh, I found this book, and I can't remember who it was by, but it was about. Um, it was written by a woman who'd had. Uh, preventative breast cancer sur- surgery. So, you know, when you just have them removed, like, yeah. completely. Like, I think Angelina Jolie had it done. Possibly. And uh, she, it was all poems about that, and it was just really, like, re- just reading through them, it was just, like, you know, she's just talking about going to a shop and trying to buy nipples or something. Like, and it, <laughs> it was really, like, it was really emotive, and it was just, I don't know, there was something about it, it was just really fantastic, and I can't remember what it was called. So if anyone can find it, and let me know what it was called. It was, it was only a small book, it was a very, very small, like, thin book. Mm. Um, but I read, like, a couple in that, and it was, yeah, they were really, really good. Um, I really en- enjoyed, I don't know if enjoyed is the right word sometimes with stuff like that, you know? No, but there's a certain amount, like, about art being able to make you feel things it's not necessarily about those feelings being very pleasant yeah but it's you always appreciate the fact that it's made you feel things mm. yeah um also i'm a big fan of alan ginsberg as a poet um and i was flicking through uh, a selected poems book of alan ginsberg poems and i flicked a, like, across one that i hadn't read before called memory gardens and do you know uh, Jack Kerouac? Yeah. Yeah. So him and Jack Kerouac were good friends when they were younger. Um, you know, they both were huge sort of uh, pioneers of like the beat movement. And um, it was a po- Memory Gardens is a poem that I can only assume from reading it was written after Allen Ginsberg found out that Jack Kerouac had died. Mm. And it's just about like him it's just a poem about remembering the sort of fun that him and Jack had when they were younger kind of thing I guess because I think as well that I think they had a romantic relationship really now I there's a film called um uh I can't remember what it's called it has um Daniel Radcliffe and Dane DeHaan in it um, as Alan Ginsberg and Jack Kerouac and see I've just got him playing um, the in The Woman in Black <laughs> so that's all I can think of now Daniel Radcliffe actually as a young Alan Ginsberg was very good he's got a lot of range that boy yeah I really like Daniel Radcliffe nice. anyway um, and that's a great film but in that it does depict a romantic relationship between the two of them mm. um, there is actually a gay sex scene in it between the two of them which is very um, different to any gay sex scene I've seen in a film before. Like, it's very like romantic, and I think I find it, it, it was a nice depiction of it. I think. Yeah, because quite often I find that any real handling of sex, especially with well, I haven't seen that many films, which, <laughs> which is possibly stunts my opinion on this, but I find that it's 
usually approach from a very either a very pornographic or a very puritan yeah point of view of like there must be no nudity in this very obvious sex scene like one of those 1950s films where it's it's just like two heads bobbing or it's very yeah it's very pornographic where it's like yeah look at these people in in this really strange angle (laughs) that, that you've never seen before um, so I think that, and I think that actually that misses the whole point of the art of it's me- supposed to make you feel the emotion that the characters are feeling, yeah. rather than make you go, look at them nice, nice, nice buns. <laughs> like yeah. to stick a bit of cheese between them, put some piccalilli. <laughs> you, you carried on with this. <laughs> put some salt and vinegar crisps in there. Controversial. Cheese, piccalilli, and salt and vinegar crisps. I'm a maverick. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> also, I wouldn't go with piccalilli. I'd just go cheese and pickle. If you're gonna go there, salt and vinegar crisps on the side. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but yeah, it's a very good film. It had the word "killing" in the name, I'm sure, and that, that's not to be confused with the Rage Against the Machine <laughs> song. Of the name of. I really love the gay sex scene in "Killing" in the name of. Get it, get it. I'm gonna try and find the name of this film. Um, well, while you do that, I'm gonna talk about another thing that made me feel a lot of things. It yeah. was a very uh, effective piece of art in that I felt so incredibly moved by its depiction of how relationships are and the monotony of relationships because a lot of uh, media is about oh yeah and they fell in love and they never touched the ground ever again because they were just wafted away on this amazing draft of love Uh, and everything was perfect and they rode off into the sunset or it's oh yeah and they fought and they, they were really angry at each other and yeah, it was, it was a terrible marriage. Whereas Easy on Netflix, oh. available now, oh. and season, season two is available. I've been available s- now. so excited to talk about it's this. It's depiction of not only the different dynamics that go on in relationships and the different conversations that happen uh, and how certain disagreements are played out and things like that, but it really captures the sense of sometimes in relationships and, and in life anyway, things are monotonous. Mm. And things aren't very interesting, which I know for, for for me saying, go watch this Netflix show, <laughs> it's so good because it's not very interesting. But it is, it, it really captures that sort of like, well, sometimes things just get quite samey and that's okay. That's that's what life is about. Your life isn't a whole series of unique events. Yeah. Like, yeah, we go to, we go to work five days a week and we yeah. do it every week. And it's like, <laughs> I often, I see my dad after work and he's like, how's work? Or I'll say how's work, and we both usually say the same thing, which is just same shit, different day. <laughs> and that may sound depressing, but it's not. It's you know, at this point, the job that I have, I don't know if you feel the same. Um, you probably don't because yours. I don't know. You work for a charity, and maybe it has a bit more significance to you. But it's a means to an end right now. This isn't my career. Mm. I don't think. <laughs> um. But that and that's okay, you know. But um, easy, yeah. Sorry, where were we, where were we going with that? So yeah, just fo- just following that thread along, I feel like my job at the moment is so incredible because no day is the same. Yeah, I have so much freedom. 
and I have so much ability to do what whatever I want. So if I want to be involved in any aspect of the business, doing any part of it, mm-hmm. I can. And actually, I'm given a lot of responsibility. And I think that really for a graduate job, just coming out of university, that's really, really uncommon. Yeah. And I think that I've sort of won the jackpot in that sense because I get the amount of experience I've got. I feel like I've worked in my job for about three or four years. Yeah. Honestly, like I, I feel like I've developed so much, but I can only do that because the situation I'm in with my boss and with the size of the company and all that sort of mm. thing. Um, one ne- uh, needs that to happen. I need to s- have to s- step up and do things that I'm not really qualified for and can't quite do but can figure it out. And also my boss is so supportive of saying, Ben, give this a go and I'll tell you if you've got it completely wrong. And quite often I do. <laughs> and But you just need to have be able to make mistakes and then have someone say you've done that wrong and not get defensive about it yeah. which I do struggle with <laughs> but actually if you if you respect yourself enough to improve yeah i think i think it's a really positive thing yeah definitely easy easy so i watched i started watching easy a, a while ago back in sort of i don't know i watched the first series back in like may april may and I just, I loved it. Like, it's for the same reasons I love, the same things I love about Master of None, I think. Yeah. Like what I love about Easy. It's, uh, if you if you like Master of None, you'll love it. And vice versa, I think. Mm. Um, and just the way that Easy like, has all these different stories that are so separate, but slightly loosely, linked. Loosely, so interwoven. loosely interwoven. loosely interwoven. And it's just so like the I mean the whole idea of sex and relationships as a topic is so interesting to me mm. I love the way that every every relationship dynamic is different and every sexual dynamic is different mm. to different people and I just find all of it very interesting it was like I was talking about the uh, modern romance the Aziz Ansari book last last yeah. podcast and I would just like to plug that again and say read it because it, it is just phenomenal um and just such an interesting read. But, I mean, Easy is just all that. And, like, and it's just such interesting stories. Like, one of them, and it has such a great cast as well. Like, one yeah. of them is Dave Franco playing this guy's brother, and they decide to set up an illegal brewery. And it's like... Yeah, I mean... And, and, but then it's like, it sort of... He's keeping it from his wife, and and then it's like a relationship dynamic there, and... They're not unhappy with their marriage or anything. Um, this isn't really a spoiler. Like it's just the main plot of the episode, really. Yeah. Like, um, because I'm I'm conscious I don't want to spoil anything, but and you have, but that's the thing is like the plot of each um, episode really isn't the point. Yeah. It it's almost like saying like oh I'm gonna spoil this meal by telling you how it tastes like oh this is a very spicy curry yeah, or something yeah. but actually no it's in the watching and the digestion of the uh, episode that you get that emotion and you get the nuances of oh okay so so then they come at it from this they they have a problem between them and then they try and solve it in this way yeah 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 definitely and you know it's like it's like what you say it's the the plot isn't even often the main thing in the episode like the the whole thing about the whole series is relationships really mm. so each episode has you know this different plot and this storyline about something but at the end of the day it all comes down to 
the relationship dynamic between the main characters and the in the episode and I, it, it's just done so so fantastically and with so many different stories as well yeah like in the first series there's a um uh, there's a couple um are they mexican south american definitely south american yeah uh, I got. I feel like I'm. Like I remember in the last podcast and talking about the episode of Master of None. I'm like, I think that guy's Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just gonna shout out to our international listeners there. Yeah. Um. But yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely South American. But that that was like, a lot of that episode was in another language, mm. uh, in Spanish. I think. Um. You know, it wasn't in English. <laughs> I nearly said American. <laughs> um. And that's just yeah, it's just so so fantastic. And Mark Maron's in it as well, and he's hilarious as a person. His stand-up comedy special on Netflix were also very good. Um, his newest one is called Too Real, I think. That's really funny. He also has another one called Thinky Pain, but I've only seen like half of that. But he's also if you've ever watched um, Glow, the I love Glow. Yeah, so you know the guy that's running it. Yeah, that's Mark Maron. Right. So, yeah, he also runs a podcast. That's like his main thing. Oh, don't, don't plug his podcast because then they'll <laughs> listen to a real one and realise what it sounds like. Well, I mean, if you like listening to interviews with celebrities, that's what he does. He interviews mm. famous people, essentially. He's a famous person who interviews famous people on his podcast. That sounds like the life, doesn't it? We should get famous and start Let's do that, people. yeah. Well, if we, if we get famous, then we'll be constantly interviewing yeah. famous people this whole time we're talking. <laughs> Wouldn't it be awkward if one of us got famous and then they were like, by the way, Brian, I can't do the podcast with you. Or even worse, by the way, Ben, <laughs> I can't do the podcast with you. Because in what universe do I not get famous? I mean... I, this one. <laughs> um, but yeah, so go watch Easy. It's pretty easy. <laughs> and the episode's like half an hour, so it's not it's not a difficult mm, watch. Yeah, all. I really like the bite-sized episodes as mm. well. I'm a big fan of that in most things, to be honest. Um, it's a bit like the attraction of vines, isn't it? Because you know yeah. if you, you, there's not that much commitment in a vine. That is something I've been watching a lot of this week as well. Really? Vine compilations. <laughs> because I just, I miss it as a medium so much. Like I was, I was saying to someone recently and I was trying to sound as unpretentious as I possibly fucking could. But like as a... <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, you didn't succeed. <laughs> yeah, I did not. But like as a creative person that wants, that likes making video content specifically... The... I'm sorry, I know, I know that you're making a really serious <laughs> point, but just that guy that always like throws up the orange. <laughs> it's lemons. Lemons. It's Will Sasso. <laughs> so he's just doing an everyday activity and he goes, <laughs> and, then, and lemon comes out of him. That was the first, those, those were the first vines I ever saw. They, I think they continue to be the only vines <laughs> I've ever seen. They are so fantastic. I forgot about that. I haven't even been watching them this week, but yeah, Will <laughs> Sasso, Lemon, like, like, yeah, there's one where he was driving down the street, and he has a thing with Hulk Hogan as well, and then it was Hulk Hogan, and he's like, take a left on Citrus Avenue, brother, and he goes, Citrus? <laughs> 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 
Oh man, it's just yeah. Just go go search the Will Sasso lemon vine compilation. In fact, we're going to share a link to it on the on our social media because it's so fantastic. It is really good. But like, there's so many good, so many hilarious vines. Like, there was one, and it's just this kid, and he's like, "Hey, Jared, can you read out this thing?" And he goes, "No." And then he's just, "Hey, what's up? My name's Jared. I'm 19. I never fucking learned how to read." <laughs> and, <it's> just, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> and it's just, oh, and like. There, because there's so many good like quotable ones as well. Mm. Like, there's one where she's this girl has a drink and she gives it to her friend. She's like, "Hey, do you want some?" And she just goes and goes, "This bitch empty, yeet!" and just <laughs> throws it down her school corridor. <laughs> <laughs> and I I say yeet way too much now. <laughs> See, I think the the wonderful thing about Vine is it captures that element of youth that is. So stupid. Yeah. And sort of loosely grouping back to like, you shouldn't be responsible for anything that you said on the internet under the age of 18. Yeah. My God, yo- like, <laughs> <laughs> children knew the funniest things. And like, isn't that a TV show? <laughs> they, they, go watch children. I'm sure they really need our promotion. But oh my God, like, just that sense of not knowing what consequences are when you're a child. Yeah. And just doing whatever the hell you want and then being like, hey man, I'm just going to stamp on your head. Yeah, stamp on my head, man. Stamp on my head. It's going to be so funny. Make sure you film it. Make sure you film it. Oh, he just stamped on my head and it hurt. If only I could have foreseen this situation. Oh, and then... Sadly, after being stamped on your head too many times, you actually can't foresee the situation. (laughs) That is irony. That is irony. Yeah. Um, but what I was saying... Shout out to Andrew from Canada. Initially, yes. Um, was that, yeah, like, as a as a medium for creating things, I thought it, it's just, it was so fantastic because you had six seconds to, to get your punchline. There was no time for setup. It was all punchline because you had six seconds to do it. And it, it, it was just, yeah, it was just fantastic. And it's a shame that it died in the way that it, it just got, like, especially as it was so popular at the time and mm. they just cut it. And I'm surprised that no one's bought it back. Yeah. I'm sure there is a sort of a, a line or a jime or mm, a, yeah. there's, there's a there's twine. Off brand version of yeah. Vine. Twine is actually quite. Yeah, thank you. It's okay. appropriate. Twine. Twine TM. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. We're not doing this podcast anymore. We're going to make our millions We're make out of twine. twine. <laughs> It'll be seven second videos instead. No, that's too long. Six and a half. <laughs> That's money for old rope. That is <laughs> twine. Hey. Oh, why do uh, we do this? We do we do this for no one but ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you again to everyone that's uh, that's a listener. We've had I've had more like such supportive messages this yeah. week. Um, shout out to Alfie who messaged me um, saying that he now is going to read uh, Modern Romance because he's been looking for a new book to read and it sounded really good and he loves Aziz, Aziz Ansari. So he is a great blues guitarist as well. Cheeky okay. bibliophile. <coughs> Sorry, I got a tickle in the old throat. Tickle in the old pickle. Um, but yeah, Alfie is a fellow John Mayer fan as well. So <coughs> <laughs> I don't know why I made myself some laugh with tickle in the pickle, <laughs> but I'm 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 gone. I have a friend whose uh, Premier League fantasy team is tickle my pickle. <laughs> <laughs> is he doing all right? 
He's yeah, I think he's third. I'm second in that league, I think. Alright, there's no need to brag, bro. <laughs> oh right, so the film is called Kill Your Darlings. Right. That's 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 a very um it's an emotive title. Yeah. I'm using that word for every single emotive. thing. Emotive, everything is emotive today. Yeah, the uh the synopsis is a murder in 1944 draws together the great poets of the Beat Generation, Allen Ginsberg, Jack Kerouac, and William Burroughs. Sorry, <clears throat> I got something stuck in me. Your, your health is a reoccurring. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Topic of this podcast. Ugh. Tune in next week to see <laughs> if Brian it... makes it to next week. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I I am um, I'm trying to cut out my dairy. Well, my dairy? I'm trying to cut out dairy at the moment, right? <laughs> He's cut off his udders. <laughs> cut off my teats. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I bought some oat milk today. It's mm-hmm. called like Oatly or something, and it's really nice. Like I think I actually maybe prefer it to regular milk. That's controversial. So I, who needs milk? But I was talking to my friend um, Hannah earlier, who's vegan. Um, and she was saying that she made a very valid point. She was um, apparently most people are like a teeny bit intolerant, at least, to dairy or like milk or lactose even, um, because it's literally like people weren't meant to consume the breast milk of another animal. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, actually, that's a that's a point. And it's actually kind of weird when you think about it. Like... In a similar way, um, Europeans are more genetically predisposed to sort of, they metabolize alcohol better. Right. So uh, if you like move to Japan, they can have like one or two beers and be absolutely smashed. Right. Whereas um, particularly uh, white Americans move over there and they're like, Dude, man, I've just had two bad lights, <laughs> and then the Japanese are just off their faces. I think it would be a lot, a, a very nice way to sort of live your life is if you could get smashed off too. I would love to be a cheap drunk. Mm. Like living in London and trying to get drunk on a night out. Yeah, you got to drink before you go out. I you wish I didn't to. have to. Like it would be so much nicer to just go get three drinks there and be on it. You know. Mm. Not that getting drunk is everything, but when you're in a nightclub, you 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 gotta be drunk in a nightclub. Yeah, it's just the I've been sober in a nightclub twice maybe, and it was awful. I I went sober for about six months and um, six months. Yeah, Tell me. And it it was um it was a challenge because I didn't stop going out. I was said to myself, this isn't gonna stop me going out, but actually, if you're out. And your friends are drunk. Sometimes you can trick your brain into thinking you're drunk. Yeah, I get that. But then the opposite of that is, then you'll see yourself in the mirror, look, see what, how much of an idiot you look. Mm. And for me, especially when I'm at a club, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to agree, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but yeah. That then sober Ben says, "Do you want to just go home, mate? <laughs> You've had enough." <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I love a good dance. And that's the thing, I can't get my dance on properly if I've not if I'm not if I've not had a few. Yeah. You know, so I do love a boogie. Which is a shame. I wish that I was carefree enough to not have to. But I also I just enjoy drinking. This is why we drink beer on this podcast. Like yeah. I really enjoy 
the different beers that we get and stuff. Right? It is so nice. Like, but the, in, within six months of doing this podcast, we're going to have tried so many different beers. We are. Like, I've already tried a fair amount, and I love that. I would love to be just a... We're becoming connoisseurs, aren't we? Yeah, connoisseur, that's, that's it. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, yeah, going back to, like, rewind a bit. Yeah. Poetry. Wasn't that quite impressive, ladies and gentlemen? Memory Gardens by Allen Ginsberg. I would just like to throw it, look it up, give it a read. It's fantastic. Uh, um, that's, that's me. <laughs> I'm done. I just needed to... He's out. Yeah, He's out. I needed to throw that out there. Um, but yeah, one of the things that I can recommend, actually, is Dancing in the Shower. Because I don't know if... That sounds dangerous. <laughs> I don't want to die slipping in the shower. Yeah, actually, if you die, I'm not responsible for any... Yeah, don't listen to him. For any injuries. If you... Yeah, don't dance in the shower. Don't... <laughs> dance in the shower, maybe, by standing still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if you do, um, it, it is really, really nice. Because I always have a shower in the morning. I always put music on. And actually, just getting into that headspace of being carefree... Doing something a bit funny, but no, you're in the shower on your own, so who cares? Well, yeah. And you're enough. just you're just letting loose, and then you get into then you start the day, and you're like, wow, nothing really matters because I danced in the shower today, <laughs> and nothing can be as ridiculous as <laughs> what I've just done. Yeah, <laughs> wandering around like splashing water on the <laughs> ceiling and stuff. You you get a mold problem. Gotta be careful with that, Ben. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I shower in the evenings usually, because uh, I have to leave early for work. You do have to leave early, so I usually shower in the evening. Um, so it just works out better for me. And then by that point, I'm like kind of tired, and I'm just like, yeah, let me just wash myself and be done. <laughs> <laughs> don't um, have time for the frivolities. Of exactly. Yeah. Boogieing. Yeah. Um, also, right. One thing that has brought a lot of value to my life this week. Which it really shouldn't Is it bitcoins? Have. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I wish Bitcoin had brought a lot of value to my life this week. And my bank. Um, yeah, I uh, saying that, that sounds like I've invested in Bitcoin and it's not gone well. I, I don't, I have no money in Bitcoin. <laughs> but I wish that I had invested money in Bitcoin a long time ago. Yes. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. <laughs> right. For anyone that enjoyed Animal Crossing when they were younger, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp is great. Like, it's not quite Animal Crossing Wild World that we all had on Nintendo DS, didn't we, Ben? <coughs> <laughs> but it's it's so it's just so much fun. It's it's uh, y- there's enough to do, and the microtransactions aren't. I've not even been prompted to put my real money into it yet. I definitely could. Like, they have leaf tickets which helps speed things up or whatever. But I, you get enough given to you in the game, so you don't really need to put your own money in, which I think is great and incredible for a mobile game of this size, because this is a big game. Um, like, it has a big audience already, because mm-hmm. Animal Crossing was a popular game. And uh, it's just it's a lot of fun, and it's, it's cute. And just... It's a great way to, to just kill some time if you are looking to kill some time. See, I um, I'm not a big mobile gamer. <laughs> it's because my battery just never seems to be good as any, <laughs> as anyone else's. Like, if I play one game on my phone, then it's dead, and it's like, well, actually, no, I really need to like 
contact people and tell them that I'm alive because quite often people doubt it. I, I, I live a lifestyle where people need to check in probably every two to three hours. Well, this is the thing. When I was when you're on your way over here, I was messaging you and you weren't replying. I was like, "Are you dead?" <laughs> and you were like, "Yes, this is the emergency services. We've come to record a podcast." And I was like, "How uncaring of you, emergency services." I am like, "Is my friend dead?" And you're like, "Yes." <laughs> I like the idea that. If I was dead, that the emergency services wouldn't try and treat me. They'd just be like, where were you going? Where were you going? <laughs> he was going to I was going to record a podcast. <laughs> it's about being alternative. And, and being a... <laughs> <laughs> my eyes roll back. That's a l- my last words. Some great last words, I think. I think, yeah. I think... <laughs> it's, I, what I really want to happen is in, like... A hundred years, or how, however long the life expectancy is, when I, when I'm on my deathbed, I say, I live my life as an alternative twat because I was alternative, <laughs> and, and and then you die. <laughs> but the, but I also want like all of my kids and stuff to not know anything about the podcast, <laughs> so they're like, what and what what and what, <laughs> <laughs> and they're going through like a couple of years later, they find an old box of things and they're like, alternative twats, what's that? They ever listen and they hear the joke and they're like, "Oh, oh, <laughs> grandpa, <laughs> oh, granddad, that wasn't worth it, papa." <laughs> <laughs> why? Why would you devote your last words to something <laughs> to a joke that's last <laughs> so <laughs> stupid and not funny in a hundred years? You had a lightsaber. You could have made a lightsaber <laughs> joke. You you were able to fly to the moon for two pound fifty. Speaking of lightsabers, sorry. But you chose to end your life <laughs> making a ridiculous joke about a podcast you did when you were twenty one. Speaking of lightsabers. By the time this goes out, the next podcast by the next podcast, I will have seen The Last Jedi. I'm very excited. <laughs> it's nine days today. It was a wobble in your voice. It was. I'm very excited. Also, I, I, if anyone wants to come to the cinema with me, just be like, just be like Brian, come to cinema because I, I want to go see so many films, and no one wants to go see films ever. Like the Disaster Artist, I'm desperate to see. Um, there were so many films I was desperate to see a month ago, but didn't see them. Like The Death of Stalin, really oh, wanted, yeah, to see I wanted to see that. Wanted to see that. Won't get a chance now. It's already gone. Um, Blade Runner 2049 was dying to see that not going to get to see it in cinema now you know, stuff like that So, but no, I saw Thor Ragnarok <laughs> <laughs> so. that's the thing so we don't support films that we actually want to see because it's be like, oh that'd be really good to watch on Netflix and then yeah. when it's like, oh I suppose I'll just go to the cinema what's on at that specific time that I want to see oh, all of the Marvel films are always on <laughs> so I have to go and see that Thor Rag- I did want to see Thor Ragnarok though it was the sort of the best one of the best Marvel films they put out to be fair to it which is it like saying comedy. this cat turd is the least turdy ta- tasting cat turd they're not that bad <laughs> I can just it, if you close your eyes and imagine it almost tastes like a, a dog turd. There's a, there's a nutty kind of <laughs> feel to it. Uh, right. Uh, we, we, we've been going on for a while. This is, we have been going on for I a know while. we went for an hour and a half last week, but maybe let's... Yeah, <laughs> let, let's, let's dial it back. Yeah. Let's have mercy on these poor souls. Um, but I would just like to give a huge shout out to everyone 
from all over the world. Yeah. I can't believe that that has just come out of my mouth. The only continent that we have not had a message from is Africa. Really? If we're including North and South America as the Americas, yeah. <laughs> then yeah. Have we had someone from Oceania? As in New Zealand or And I mean Australia. I know what yeah, I know what you meant. Okay, also there as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forget. I always think I uh, Oceania or Australasia because I always knew it as Australasia. I think Australasia is a bit Australian centric. I always thought it was Australia and New Zealand as Australasia. Mm. But then, continent. if you're a Kiwi, you don't really want to be known as somewhere that's also included in, in Australia. I guess, but like, it's like isn't it called like the Australasian something? I don't know. Plate. I don't know. If you study geography, if you know things about this, let us know. Yeah, because, is it Oceania or is it? Because we're a film student and a PPE student <laughs> trying to guess at why Australasia and Oceania are two different things. Yes. But um, but yeah, so thank you so much to everyone that's listened, from people in Canada to people in the Malaysia. United States to Malaysia to, you know... To London. To, to <laughs> London. And to the North. Which is an entirely separate country. <laughs> Almost. Um, but yeah, thank, just thank you so much for listening. It really it means the world to us, and it means the world to us to get your messages. Um, yeah. Just letting it us know still, that you enjoyed it. Still makes my day when I see Brian's little WhatsApp message pop up. And say, yeah, like if Look I ever what get this one, person said. I I always send it to Ben, and it's just it, yeah, it makes our day. So thank you just so much for 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 enjoying our podcast. Like we, uh, it means honestly the world to us that people want to listen and enjoy listening to it. I I don't know. It's, yeah, uh, I, and uh, if you if you do want us to talk about different things, if we want if you want us to talk about you, just talk about you as a person. It might not be very flattering if you're not a very nice person, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, just give us a message. Always reach out to us because we just love to hear from you. Yeah, any you know suggestions and music suggestions, film suggestions, book suggestions, TV suggestions, suggestions about what to talk about, or just anything you want to say, or if you if you want us to give anyone a shout out. Or if you just want to give vitriolic personal abuse. Yeah. Just tell Brian Send that he's... straight at Ben. <laughs> just tell Brian that he's too tall. <laughs> tell Ben that he's too much of a soy boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's got so much estrogen. <laughs> but yeah, um, thank you very much for listening. Today is Sunday the 10th of December. Is it? <laughs> when this goes out it will be. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> Um, yeah, and also thank you all for wishing me luck on my driving theory test that I had on Wednesday, <laughs> <laughs> which I may or may not have passed. I will. Uh, Let's I'll dr- uh, touch some wood. I'm just, right I'm just keeping it. I'm just keeping it to myself. I already. It's it's already happened. So yeah, it's know, already. I know. Happened. I know what the results are. But uh, congratulations, yes, Brian. Yes, I passed it. That's there. There you go. I've told you. Yeah. Uh, that's probably a bad omen. I probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I'm touching some wood Thank right you. now. Yeah, me too. Um, oh yeah, we, there, there are wooden things in this room. That wasn't us being... <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for listening. And we will see you in two weeks' time yeah. for our... Fourth. Christmas special, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Because if this is going out on the 10th, we will record this just before Christmas. 
we record that one just before Christmas because tenth two weeks later is the forty the twenty fourth. <laughs> so whether we record it on Christmas Eve or the, a day or two before, actually will... Christmas Eve is probably going to be the best day for me to record it. Yeah, so we will let you know. Yeah, but you know, get in touch with us on on social media. We'll try and post more stuff. We'll just share stuff. Yeah, like if we think it's funny, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'll stick some Vine compilations up. Um, also, right. Also, just speaking of Vine compilations again, have you ever seen the uh, the video called Hops? I haven't seen the video called oh Hops. Oh my god, it's so good. It's this one guy and he plays loads of different characters and he's just like, oh, sup man, we smoking beer? And he's like, what? <laughs> he's like, no, these are Hops, you make beer with them. He's like, oh, we smoking them? We smoking beer? It's a whole bunch <laughs> thing. I'm going to share that video as well. It's just, it's just great. But yeah, we'll get on the playlist and we'll share the playlist as well and we'll make a sort of big one and we'll get on that. So thank you very much for listening once again. And we'll see you in two weeks' time. We've been the Alternative Twats. And I love you. Ben. We we spoke about this. <laughs> we spoke about this last week. You, you... I still love you. I, yeah, I do too. Bye. Bye. <laughs>